0: What up? What up? What up? San Antonio, Austin, Waco, Temple, Killeen, people up in the Shaw City, people up down in the excuse me down in the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You're tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis. Broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett spinning the one and twos this afternoon. 1-800-707-9760 is your number to participate. All right. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. All right. The only thing we ask you to do is just be patient during the long segments and long breaks, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, keep in mind, if you need to reach out to me via Twitter. Or follow me. It's at Sports Grind. And if you want to stream the show live and leave comments, and I'll try to get to those in real time or I'll respond to them later, you can go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment LLC or you can go to my personal page and you can stream the show and leave comments there. Also, if you ever miss any of the live shows live you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com and you can download the daily podcast from there 1-800-707-9760 what's up Mr. Clark
1: ready rock and roll
0: all right so and the reason why I don't ask Barley anymore because we can't really hear Barley because I know I've already got one message like why don't you never talk to Barley you never ask him You yeah, well because right now we're figuring that out Because he's not here where we're at, he's uh, remote. But we'll 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 get that fixed someday, uh, sooner or later. But he's still participating with us via text. But anyway, all right. So today's Thursday. All right. So we've got some things going on. You know, only a few days away from week zero. Don't plan on no college breakdown tomorrow because I'm not participating really in week zero. I mean, I'm gonna know who's playing. I mean, I go front. I'm gonna watch games and all that. But I'll get the big dogs come out. Start next week but college week zero definitely comes out and starts a few days away from that also with it being thursday um you know we start the final week of preseason football gets going tonight uh with two games on the docket i believe it's kansas city chiefs in green bay and who's the other one that's playing tonight we got the 49ers and the texans that are going to be playing so haven't really paid attention of heard on how most te- I mean it's going to be different but how some teams are going to be playing this last preseason you know remember years ago back in the day preseason game three was a dress rehearsal game where most starters would play at least the first half so I think them days are gone. Okay, them days are far from gone. I think individually, individual teams, depending on that they still have competitions that's lasting, that's based on how they're going to handle this final preseason game. um, A week, I should say, that gets kicked off uh, tonight, and then there will be more games tomorrow and to the weekend. And then, look, only, what, two weeks from today, we kick off the NFL season with the bills and the defending champs the rams so we're right around the corner also uh today speaking of uh other news golf you know they've steady stay in the news and i think golf is the one sport right now negative or positive news they're liking this they're not going to like because golf's one sport that look unless tiger's done something or won a major or won a tournament Or unless it's a major and something crazy happens, golf golf is not the sport like NBA, baseball, football that gets coverage, you know, on talk shows and platforms like this five days a week or seven days a week. So when they for the last few months, they've been dominating and getting their share of news based off of this whole tour live thing. Well, yesterday, I guess it came across my radar. Greg Norman, okay, which is the. You can pretty much call him the co-founder of Tour Live, the CEO, the guy they put in place. Um, he decided to troll the PGA and the commissioner on Twitter. I mean, he sent out a tweet and said, Wow, something about copying off my homework or something like that. It's like, and this comes off the heels of that meeting between Tiger rallying the troops and them coming out with these new things we're gonna do. Now, one thing I've got to get confirmation on, which I'm confused, because you know, we talked about this on Tuesday about the whole Rory and Tiger situation and what I thought that meant in regards for Rory and him going forward and all that. But this was, to me, these were meetings of the top players left that's on the PGA Tour that hadn't jumped ship yet to live and to uh, discuss some of the things that could make the tour more lucrative and better for the players. But then last night I'm seeing some, some people were reporting that this is really like Tiger and Rory starting a their own tour or starting a tour or starting a tournament schedule. So I've got to dig more into that cuz that's interesting to me. I don't know if that's the case or not, but Uh, We'll definitely monitor that. But I thought it was funny because Greg Norman, he decided to troll saying, hey, man, you know, y'all are cheating off my homework, this and that, you know, but funny. But no, all gloves are off. I mean, there's an active lawsuit that's in place right now between those two. So you have that going on. WNBA continues to roll on. Okay, the Connecticut Suns, they basically get victory last night against the uh, wings, Dallas wings. Uh, Pretty much the final four is what I predicted. And i don't want to take credit for that because W, first of all, it's only two out of three. And then really, it's like, you know, it's it's not it wasn't like it was a thick race. I mean, it was pretty tight go, going down the stretch, but, you know, just watching it. And I don't watch it every day like I do NBA, but they're pretty much obvious the four teams that was going to be left. So you have the uh, Vegas Aces who are going to take on the Seattle Storm. That series gets going Saturday. They both do. And then you've got the uh, Connecticut Suns who won last night. They're going to be taking on um, the defending champs, the Chicago Sky, and that gets going in a few days. So you have WNBA continue to roll on. MLB um, continues to march on as well. We've got day action as we speak. Um, I know the Astros defeated the Twins yesterday. Um, Those are two teams that are postseason, pretty much postseason bound. The one thing we haven't really got into, speaking of baseball, and that kind of broke the other day, it was the sale of the Angels being official and them pretty much being up for sale. Um, you know, that's it's Arnie, right? Arnie Morello, the the owner of the Angels. I'll
1: take your word on that one, right now. I think so. We can, can get we can it. get
0: fat checked on that, but you know, you you can't really fault them for, or you fault him for not trying since he's on the team uh what you got artie moreno artie moreno it's close enough i know it was something moreno artie you can't really fault him from not trying because he has spent a lot of money since he's on the team i mean there have been some bad contracts but he's at least tried um i think he sees the writing on the wall when it comes to for one where these contracts are escalating to they haven't capped off yet I mean, I've been preaching down here because it's important to our own backyard, but I've been preaching for months now that, you know, the landscape of professional sports is changing. You have to if you're going to own a team, you've got to have some deep pockets. You've got to have That's why you're going to see more real estate guys. um, You know, the. Bezos of the world, the Elon Musk. You're going to see the tech. I should the say tech the tech giants. world, right. Yeah. You're going to see them get more in the game. I mean, you know, um,
1: Even Steve Dell Ballman was ahead of his time. Too. Huh? Yeah. Even the Dell is getting involved. Yeah, because in that's where too. the money's at
0: right now in this country. I mean, it's pretty much the tech world, um, real estate moguls. That's where it is because the the ordinary old school trust fund baby, you know, like uh, Ursae, Jim Ursay, guys like that, they're gonna. I believe it's gonna become more difficult for them because they don't have that kind of money, you know. Now they've got assets in regards to what their team is worth. Once they sell, I mean, there's not an owner out of 32 teams in the National Football League, and I would say that same with the NBA. They can't get a billion dollars at least for their for their uh, teams. But I just feel that part of this is just saying, "Hey, I'm in LA." The Dodgers have already won another World Series. They've broken their streak a few couple years ago. You know, the L.A. Rams are now the defending champ. They've won a Super Bowl in this town since they moved. The Lakers are pretty much down, but then you got the Clippers. You got Steve Ballmer, which I think was one of the tech guys that was ahead of the curve, Mister Microsoft. You know, he there's an article out there today that this two billion dollar arena that he's building for the Clippers, this is really gonna make up and set the difference. Be like, hey man, we've we've been sell, selling and sharing together in this, you know, formerly known as the staple Center, but it's time for us to get our own digs. And I'm gonna try to stand out. So that's under construction. They've broken dirt. They've already built. So suppose that's gonna be worth two billion dollars for that stadium. You know, so the point of this is bringing it, bringing it back full circle to the Angels. I just feel already just looked at it like, hey, man, you know, it is what it is. I know what kind of money Otani is going to want. You know, we just gave Trout that. Now, the question is, do those guys get moved before the sale is final? Because sales of teams take a while. You know, it's not like they happen overnight. It's not like you can go online and all click there. Here's my credit card or here's the money or no, you got to get vetted. You got to they got to vote on it. So it can take a year, a couple years to actually sell a team. You know, hell, it took the Broncos like six years because the Bowen family, the kids had it tied up in court because they were fighting over and they still walked away with 500 million each. Golly, that's a hell of a flip. Compared to what Mr. Bowen, the late Bowen, you know, pretty much bought the team for. But you got that going on. So I, I believe that it's not a guarantee that Trout or Ohtani is going to be on this team when the team sells.
1: But wouldn't you want them there? Because it, it, it allows the new owner to negotiate without having to get into an absolute bidding war to maintain the talent?
0: I would sit there and say most people might agree, a lot of people maybe agree with you, but if I was in that situation and had that kind of money, um, I could care less. And, and I think most of the guys that would be bidding on this team that are interested to owning a major league baseball team, yes, of course, would it be, especially, I think Trout's a little bit, Otani is the one that you definitely want to keep. But I think that guys that would be interested in kicking the tires, that's window shopping right now on the LA Angels, they would be looking at, look, I, I see the vision of baseball. I see the vision of just sports where it's going. It's an exclusive club. This is one of the things I don't have on my resume. I want in regardless
1: of Otani or Trout's going to be here but you would also you would want the most marketable because he pitches, he hits, we haven't seen this since Babe Ruth. He's doing it at a whole other level we were we've kind of had this conversation a little bit when we talks to when we were talking about how much how much what's his value. Oh. If that's what Juan Soto is worth when we were talking about his his new <clears throat> contract coming up, if that's what he's worth, then what is Otani worth? And you would want him because he is the next thing. He is modern baseball.
0: Well, of course. You don't want to just get away with it, but I will come back and ask you a question. If you are in, and this is your dream or your passion, keep in mind, these teams do not come up for sale in any sport that often. It's not like we have free agents, new crop coming from rookies. Teams do not sell that often. It's either a scandal. It's either the the owner's in trouble for something or uh, they're racist or it's just the fact that one guy wants out because he's dealt out. He's shelled out a lot of money already. So my thing to you, if this was your dream to own a to be a professional sports owner, not necessarily just baseball, but professional sports. And you're in the bidding process and you find out that basically that they traded Trout and Otani. Are you going to say I don't want it?
1: I'm out. No, no. No, but, but you would also maybe hope to accelerate things before Otani's contract completely runs out or, or try to get some kind of assurances, that's, that's the some reason. kind of language in your proposal.
0: That's the reason why I say that I wouldn't be surprised if either one, on, either one of them are on this team but they sell because this is, this is not, in my opinion, just from past history, this is not going to be an overnight situation sale. You know, um, They've got a decision on Trout. Trout has a bad back now. You know, we don't even know. I mean, of course, you would have teams line up to get trout. I want them out there so we can try to get them in the postseason. Also with Otani, I don't even get, I don't care if they even end up with one of the powerhouses, the Boston, the Yankees, the Dodgers. I just want them out of the uh, out of Anaheim. But the reality of it is it's not going to happen overnight, the sale. So it's really hard to do that. The only thing you can really do is negotiate on the on the tag, maybe talk a little bit out like, hey, man, there's a scratch on that car already. You know, let's can we take off five thousand for the scratch. That's pretty much what it is. 1-800-707-9760. Also, what else we else got going on? Uh, U.S. Open uh, gets going next week. Um, it's official. Djokovic is out uh, due to his vaccination status. And I'm lost on this. I mean, I know it's in New York. It's the U.S. Open. But hadn't they lifted most of vaccination mandates down there? What? I'm, I'm lost on this story.
1: Well, New York is still, I mean, they're the ones that got hit heavy with monkey pox and everything like that, but this could be just U.S. tennis and their restrictions on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I saw the headline today, didn't really dive too much into it, but I knew that this was, this was a possibility because Djokovic, for one, has kind of dug his heel in the sand, kind of like Kyrie Irving did on the whole vaccination thing. He's already had COVID once. I think his wife caught it. I know she was pregnant one time, but, you know, I just, I was like, man, this, is, and you got to think too. I mean, Joker is, he's playing for history. Him yep. and doll are going at it. I mean, doll hasn't really been right. He had to pull out a, a couple weeks ago at a tournament warm up because of his situation, his back, you know, his back. You know, I think he missed the Australian, not the Australian, over, he missed the last tournament, Because if it said he didn't, you know, the one at the French Wimbledon, he didn't play Wimbledon, you know. So when you miss grand slams, when you're one of those two guys and you're really competing with each other and you're competing against the Pete Sampras of the world, history books, meaning. And at this stage of their career, remember, tennis is you're old and ancient when you hit like 30 in tennis. Like when you hit 30, it's it for the most part. You know, tennis is a young, young man's game. So it's tough to go ahead and waste these grand slams when you're at the stage of the career as those two individuals are. What you got?
1: So the the official report on this is uh, the CDC yesterday updated the guidelines for non-U.S. citizens, non-U.S. immigrants being required to show proof of being vaccinated. Uh, with uh, the primary oh, yeah, series of COVID vaccines, he's not okay. a he, he's not a citizen. He's not immigra- okay. uh, uh, immigrating to the country. Okay, he's just coming in and out. Okay, and so he,
0: did he get dropped off at the great with the Greyhound bus up there? Did they drop him off? Since he was there, just joking.
1: And you know, um,
0: but seriously, golly, Abbott, this guy here. But you know, the other part
1: of that is
0: that, well. Okay. You still have
1: players that can't play in Canada for baseball. Coming up for basketball, it's going to be a Kyrie thing. He's going to miss the Raptors series again too. When when it's time for Brooklyn to go go up north. Um it's yeah. just the way of the world right now. And if you you have the uh the tournament director for the US Open saying that she's hoping to what they're looking forward to welcoming uh Novak back in 2023. You know, kind of, I guess, anticipating that these guidelines are going to loosen over the next year. We're three or year, two years into this whole thing.
0: Uh, probably not. We'll be on the fourth string of monkeypox. Okay. <laughs> All right. Or that, that, I mean, that could be bearpox by then. So, I mean, this is just something that we're going to be dealing with uh it sounds like for the near future for a while so i just that's tough on him but that's his decision and I, you know what on that whole thing i forgot and didn't understand and thought the aspect of he's not a citizen and they probably had you know different rules you know kind of for that also what else basketball so when we get back we're gonna dive in probably the biggest news today shockley didn't come out of the nfl which we got some big news out of there, out of d out of that 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 star down there. We definitely gotta talk about that. I got my take on that. But the biggest news came out in the NBA with an injury. Mr. Sam's, an injury. So I definitely gotta talk about that when we get back. one 800 707 976 You listen to the sports crime presented by Doseckis. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zingzang ready to drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zingzang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zingzang full strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zingzang responsibly. sponsor of the sports grind all right back here on the sports grind Calvin Casey Jonas Clark. Today's show is being presented by Dos We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. 1-800-707-976 is your number. And this segment is going to be sponsored by Stoli Vodka. Keep in mind, it's handcrafted in Latvia. The award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something both professionally modern and exceptionally classic. That is Stoli Vodka, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right. First of all, before we get to the NBA news, the big news, because, again, this is I'm going to stay course because, I mean, this is NFL season. And NFL has always been football has always been king on this show. Um Before we get to the NBA big news, unfortunate news, let's start with the bigger news that came close to our back region, backyard region down here. Um Very close up there in the Waco area. Uh, Tyron Smith goes down yesterday in practice and a heap too. um, it's going to be out Dallas Cowboys starting tackle is going to be out until December. I'm saying the season. I mean, if, if, if they're saying the earliest December, I'm saying the season. Okay. Um, this is my take on this because he's been a topic on this show for the, for the, for the new people here. We've been talking about Tyron Smith on this show for the last few years. All right. And it's hard for me to have any sympathy whatsoever for the Dallas, for Steven Jones and Jerry Jones, because this guy should have been off the roster a couple years ago for the amount of money he was making. He should have been off the roster. Years ago. And I've had diehard Cowboys fans tell me this at the shop, tell me this in the streets. Hey, man, Tyron's, I'm ready for the go. Hey, hell of a player. He was, you know, uh, in his prime. He's not there anymore. I mean, he's not there anymore in his prime. Big injury. And again, as we, you know, we kind of, uh, we kind of discussed this yesterday with Mr. Ochoa. Okay. This just puts more. We talked about pressure on Dak. I brought that up. This again just puts more pressure on Dak in that offense. Um, the rookie that they drafted, uh, he was out of Louisiana Tech, right? I believe you might fat check me on that. Um, but he has really struggled early this preseason. With penalties and holding. What you got? Tulsa. Tulsa. There you go. Tulsa, not Louisiana Tech. Tulsa. He's really struggled this preseason with penalties. Um, I don't know Dallas's cap situation right off the top of my head. Uh, in regards to them being able to go sign somebody else at this point, I haven't really broken down their depth on the line position. I don't think they have that much depth at the offensive line. Um, you know, this is something that I would have thought, you know, the first time around it worked perfectly. I I thought maybe two years ago that they would start taking the approach that they did years ago when, what was it, three straight drafts, four straight drafts, they drafted four first-round offensive linemen and built that, you know, I won't say original, because that, that original was the Great Wall of China. That's the 90s and the Super Bowls, you know. They won, like, they won three Super Bowls. I ain't talking about that bridge in the offense line. I'm talking about this most current one where you've got guys that are kind of, in the last few years, been breaking down. But um it, it, in my opinion, this has not been – it hasn't been a great offseason, I believe, for the Dallas Cowboys. And it really hasn't been that great of a training camp from what I've heard as well also. I mean, there's been a lot of negative things come out. In regards to digs, you know, struggling in camp. Um, also who else? There's been reports in regard again, the lineman situation and then the receivers being young. So it hasn't re- really been that much positive news coming out of, <clears throat> you know, Dallas and training camp. But the other thing is I look up here at Terry and St- Stacy Rivers, the second is checking with us on Facebook Live. He said, Cal, Jerry's setting Mike up for the fall. They knew Tyron wasn't well, and they didn't do anything with the paper they got. They traded Mario and Cedric. They still don't have a pass rush. Even Alex Jones will call this false flag. Um, I hear you, Terry. Um, I think this is just a problem, like I just stated a few minutes ago. This is a problem that should have been taken care of way before this season, way before the release of cooper now this was a tyron should have been released and cut maybe two years ago but this comes down to the person and the owner that jerry jones is you know he's he's loyal to certain players to a fault and and sometimes when you're and this goes to the perfect example you know jerry's the gm i mean he's the owner but he's like the co-gm with his son But even as a GM, this goes back, and I'll bring it back to the hoodie and Bill Belichick. This is the reason why Bill does not get close to any of his players, including the GOAT and Tom. If Bill would have got closer to Tom, Tom probably still be in New England. But Bill does not do that on purpose because when the time comes and you're not really producing for me anymore, I want to be able to make a decision without my heart into it that, hey, I've got to move on from you. And by track record from Randy Gregory, the list goes on for guys that Jerry has stuck with because of loyalty has sometimes hurt them on the field. And and in my opinion, holding on to Tyron Smith, probably two to three years too long. Has put them even in a tougher pickle, and where and as the bad news happens yesterday, because he went down yesterday in practice, and the diagnosis comes out this morning. Because is it the hamstring deal? Did he tear his hamstring or something like that? A severe pull?
1: It's a hamstring tear. Okay. Um, oh yeah, he's done talk, for the talking year. talking about surgery
0: potential. Yeah. Is what the that, That's why I say December, around. man. That you're coming down to the home stretch in December. You might as well say he's done for the season. But with this news coming down, now I understand it was already pre-planned and all that. But where's Jerry? The owner. Slash part GM. He's on first take. He's on first take hooping it up with Stephen A. and the crew. And Michael Irvin. That's, I mean, I don't have a dog in the race. But that would burn me, that would make me hotter than fish grease if I was a Cowboy fan. I mean, you're used to it by now. I mean, you're used to it. I mean, a team, a professional team doesn't get to a net worth of $8 billion, which I think is more than that, without basically partaking in things like that this morning and first taking all that when your team is really supposed to be competing for a conference championship. Okay? That's just the reality of it is. If you have Dak Prescott on your team, You're supposed to be competing for conference championships. And they're really, I mean, they really haven't done that. And I, and, and, you know, we, I got it confirmed yesterday from a guy that's been covering Dallas for years that this team is not better than the team that they lost to, to the 49ers in their last game last year. This is a big blow. And I'll go back to the leadership and I'll go back to the resolve of this locker room. I know Dak has resolved, but can other guys, how does this affect Zeke? You know, and Pollard, but this is a, this is a situation that could have been avoided years ago.
1: 1-800-707-976. What you got? So we did speak with RJ Achoa yesterday yeah. of blogging the boys. And he has Cowboys taking the East. How how much, and especially when you look at the defensive fronts in the division? How likely is it that the Dak, still coming back from his leg injury, can feel comfortable enough back there to operate this when you lose against Smith again? He, he's dealt with it without Tyron. Multiple seasons. This, this, isn't, this isn't. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: I was gonna add that. I was gonna add that. I was just gonna add that to that point. But go ahead. What was your? What was the final question that you're asking me?
1: So, so just when we as we're doing all of our preseason predictions here, uh-huh. how much do you think that this impacts the over unders? Is is Tyron Smith worth a game or I, two? I, I, I don't. How much? <laughs> it's just. Weird. It's worth, This is why you don't draft fantasies now, right?
0: Yeah. It's worth the uh, the continuity of the offense. But the reality of it is, because I see Michael Figueroa checking in on Facebook Live. He says, so getting rid of Smith helps us. Who else will we have then? That doesn't make any sense. No, Michael, it does make sense. And the reason why it makes sense of what I just said two, three minutes ago. Okay? He should have been gone two years ago. Y'all should have found his replacement. When's the last time Tyron Smith and played all 16 games? Can you Google that, Michael Figueroa? When's the last time he's completed a full season? Hell, we did. he's done before week one. Regardless of this injury, this just shows me Tyron Smith wasn't going to make it past week eight anyway. It just happened in camp the last week or two, last week of camp. So, no, Michael Figueroa, getting rid of him doesn't, it, it should have helped because you should be having somebody replace him. But this comes down to where, hey, you know what? Jerry's done a good job. And that's why I said in the last segment, you know, this is one of those situations to where normally you would have thought in the last few years they would have took a pay. Like, hey, it worked the first time. Hey, I know things are out there, shiny toys, but we need to go back to what worked for us the last time. It didn't result in the Super Bowl. It didn't result in a NFC championship game, but it got us there. It got us to a controversial non-catcher catch catch play, and that's focusing on the offensive line and doing your drafts if you got to buckle up and do the next two or three drafts offensive linemen because it works. And that takes a lot of discipline. But then you get into that, hey, oh, there's a receiver that can wear 88. Let me get C.D. Lamb. Okay? Michael Parson, well, yeah, that's a guy. And Michael, look, that's a generation that's probably going to be, if he stays healthy, that should be a 10 year all pro type of player anyway, from what we've seen even in his rookie year. But the point is when you talk about the CD Lamb draft pick, it, it just comes down to this could have been avoided and he should have been off. And it would have helped Michael by replacing him already because he wasn't going to complete a full season this year anyway. But hey, what does it matter? Because Michael Figueroa is going to look at him, He's going to buy a ticket. He's going, to buy, he's going to buy a jersey. He's a Dallas fan. And this is the reason why they're worth $8 billion. And that's the reason why their owner can go on first tape in the morning to go back and forth with Stephen A. Smith that keeps their team on the top of his list and, and contributes to that whole, we're going to get pressed regardless whether we 0-10 or 10-0. and 0. And it's good, according to Jerry. But hey, it is what it is. So I'll tell you one thing, Cowboy Nation, Ravens don't want to hear nothing. Okay? They don't want to hear nothing about Tyron Smith and the injuries. Bronco fan damn sure don't want to hear anything because this is about three, four years running for them. People just focus on it's the quarterback because they just don't have a quarterback. No, they've had the injury book about three, four years. So no one's going to have sympathy and no one's going to, no one's going to feel sorry for Dak. Luckily, Dak is a mobile quarterback. I believe he's a smart quarterback. He's only going to get better as the years go on, just not understanding the game and he can mask some of this, but that rookie better get going out of Tulsa. He's going to have to learn on the job real quick. Okay. I don't know how to swim. I'm just going to throw your ass into six feet deep, figure it out out here. I'll come in there if you can't help. Got your floaties on? Ain't no sympathy for me, man. I've been preaching for years. It should have been gone. 1-800-707-9760. All right, before we go more into the NFL, let's back up and get the other big story today. Um, And that's out of the NBA. We got a couple stories out of the NBA. Um, You know, uh the Oklahoma Thunder. And see, this really hurts a franchise like this that's been stockpiling picks that had to trade away that their franchise players and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. You're in the hamster wheel and you can't get a break. Okay. So, the number two yeah, he was number two overall. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, number two overall pick, Chet Holmgren out of Gonzaga goes down with Liz Frank. Don't make him give up the kids, Frank. Goes down with Liz. Frank injury done. Now, Mister Sam's that used to be in Bartlett's seat before he got his big, big, big promotion. I tried to tell Sam, like, "Hey, man, you you and, and I and Sam, I respect Sam's basketball knowledge. Sam knows his basketball, but I was like, "You really think this kid should really wanted to?" I mean, I don't know. I mean, the guy looks like he's—I mean, for one, he look like he's a vegan, okay? Or he got a tapeworm in him, or something made of sticks. And this is what people like myself and the other experts that cover that game was concerned about—brittle. And the thing that should really make this burn like a badass perm for the owner of the OKC Thunder is the fact this happened in a damn nary, what you could call a pickup charity game. An exhibition. Rush, the the Drago versus Apollo Creed. It cost Apollo his life. An exhibition. And this comes down to like, look, not everybody is Mike. Speaking of the real Mike, MJ, not Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan. You know, Michael, for some of you young cats out there, Mike had a thing in his contract called for the love of the game clause, meaning that Krause and Reinsdorf and the crew, they had to let Mike play pickup games at North Carolina in the offseason because they tried to stop it at first. A lot of owners back then would stop it. They tried to stop it. Hey, you can't do that. He said, no, by the time his second or third contract, he put it in for the love of the game. Well, let me tell you something. Mike, even on the court and all them players, they wasn't getting the kind of money. That these guys are getting the type of investments that you've got to invest in this guy in the next three or four years. Speaking of Chad, Chet, Chet, Chad or Chad. I bet you somebody calls him Chet, Chad, Chet, Chet, Chet. Wasn't Chet the Chet was the brother on Weird Science? I think you ever seen Weird Science, Jonas?
1: Put it on the list of things I have. My not goodness, account. man! My goodness. Add it to the
0: list. I'm a brother, and I've seen weird Science, and you ain't even see where Science? My goodness. But again, your yeah, age, I can't no idea your is. age. I know. Not time to explain. But Dusty for you dusties out there. But the bottom line is, man, I felt, look, I feel sorry for the kid. I'm just saying that the whole knock on this kid was his body holding up. And he's gone in an exhibition game. Before his career even start And this type of injury, this is one of those that this, they don't want to say it yet, but this is one of those that could be career threatening even before his career gets started. When you're talking about that list, Frank, I, I not on the top of my head. I remember things that I kind of want to remember, but I can't remember the type. There's been some names that have cost their career in different sports because of this particular injury. Not good news for the Oklahoma Thunder. I guarantee you, Pressy, he threw up his breakfast this morning probably called pot say hey man you busy i just need to talk man i need somebody to talk to bad news for oklahoma bad news 1-800-707-976 then look at them they stuck their rat and their their hamster their hamster wheel on a treadmill they've got all these picks and that's why i tell this fan base down here in the 210 Ain't nothing promised with all these, with picks and picks and picks. Look at Oklahoma. Now, granted, when Chris Paul stopped by there for a cup of coffee, and I think that was COVID year, I think that was the bubble, or maybe somewhere, I can't remember. But he led them close, I think, did he get them to playoffs or close to playoffs? I can't remember, but they were competitive when Paul was there. But it took some type of player like him. I'm not going to use the word setback a franchise because I'm not going to say it sets them back or whatever. I mean, it, it it definitely skips some steps back, but I don't know if it sets them all the way back. But that's dev- devastating news. And there's a lot of GMs this morning that are saying, you know what? Thank God they took him at two because we had him on the board and this could be this would have been us.
1: Oh, yeah. Those conversations are taking place. What you got before we go to break? Does it make you hesitate about the unicorn next year? Seven foot three, rather thin, Victor Wembanyama, San Antonio one.
0: I'll answer that when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind presented by Dos Equis. We're broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Bartlett, spin the one and twos. We'll be back. <laughs>